your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Tombstone minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob, and joined as always by my good friend Joe. And today, today joined by our Huckleberry Claire. She's back. Welcome, Claire. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I mean, we gave you. I mean, this is a pretty great minute. It's jam-packed, uh, guys. I don't know. I don't know where we're gonna start. We're gonna just be going on for hours tonight. In in this minute, minute one twenty-three, the credits play as the Earps and Doc Holliday walk towards us. Well, that was great. Super fun, yep. guys. Uh, I'm glad we had this time. Um, thanks, Claire. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for being on. It's this is strange, right? Like this, this having yeah. the movie end and then be like, "Hey, remember that scene earlier? Let's kind of see some of it again." It absolutely owns. I love it. <laughs> I think it's awesome too, but it's definitely like exactly the same shot that they used before. It's not like a new take. Like uh, Doc's sweat stain is identical. Yeah, yeah. It's like they finished it and they're like, "Man." I think we spent the last 10 minutes of this movie doing things that aren't awesome. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll show the slow motion shot of the characters that rule in this movie. And every, when everyone leaves, that's what they'll remember. Not that stupid snow dance scene. That snow dance <laughs> scene, you guys. I'm so glad that wasn't my minute. The The last words of the, of the movie are, Joe and Rob wept. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I agree with you guys that it is cool. It is also just nice to be like, Hey, Doc Holliday's alive again. That's great. And like knowing that like Doc Holliday's alive, knowing that Morgan Earp's alive again, like seeing everyone living again is nice. Yeah. And it's, and it's also like Wyatt as you want to remember him. Yes, like you no. don't want to remember Wyatt and the freeze frame in the snow. No. Which was otherwise your last image from this movie. But my question still, still, can you think of another movie that does something like this? Like that uses it in the credits this way? Yeah, that's like, oh well, let's just show, let's show some greatest hits. <laughs> I mean, there's all those movies, like those high school movies, that would show the like yearbook pictures at the end. Okay. Or like scenes from the party that you missed. Like, Can't Hardly Wait, one of my favorites. Oh, all right. But I don't think it does the, like, full, here's a scene we shot an hour and a half ago, and now we're going to play it again for you. I I like the score on here. I'll, I'll say that as well. And I've got one. Okay. That, uh, Predator. Predator does this at the end? Remind at, me. At, at the end of Predator, when they show the credits, they show footage of each of the actors. Remember? That's I just watched right. it a few months ago. That's right. It's like it's like footage like it would be on like the intro of a sitcom too, where they're like, Oh hey. <laughs> oh hi, I didn't see you there. I'm just hanging out with my big gun. Do they just, like turn you? around dramatically? Yeah. And smile at the camera. Yeah, that in that movie it's much, much weirder. <laughs> That's much like this one, it's just like, at least this makes sense within the context of the story, and it doesn't break the you know the fourth wall in any way. Really, that movie, it, that movie, it does. And I, I, I do think this does a good job of of you know, most people don't care about, especially Joe don't don't really care about the last ten minutes of this movie, and then this is just like a, kind of like a you know wipes it clean and be like Dad, forget about it. How fun was this? Look how cool these guys are. You're like, yeah, 
Exactly. Sky- I think Skies like the, are cool. The first time I watched this for you for this podcast. Yeah. Um, I think like by the time you're welcome. (laughs) Spent I've spent a lot of hours on this. I feel like each of your Huckleberries and friends should get some sort of medal. Um, but by the time you get to the end, I'm like, what is this? What is happening? Because the snow scene, the dancing, that whole last sequence where he like professes his love, it just feels so weird. And so this is kind of the like saving grace that you realize, all right, well, there was like some really great characters and they had really great mustaches and coats and everything. <laughs> yes. And how beautiful the movie is. Like it's a beautifully yeah. shot film. You sort of yeah. get that. I'm I my I would if I could make one change to this final sequence here, I would have that house burning in the back. Mm, nope. Yeah, that would make more sense at the end credits. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference should have been. Have the yeah, burning house. Because it doesn't make any sense in the middle. And this doesn't make any sense on its own. So just put the burning part at the end. Uh, this does bring up uh, a pretty classic what if again here. Because we see them walking to the uh, gunfight, the OK Corral. Like, what if they just decided <laughs> to just go get a beer instead? <laughs> you can see Morgan, like, almost suggest it. <laughs> about halfway through the minute he turns and looks and he kind of smiles and it's the only time that any of the four of them like break a little bit yeah and you can see he's about to be like nah, why don't we just let's let's just skip it guys that's we've been doing the choose your own adventure yeah uh and 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 we went down the path as if they went to okay corral and this credit sequence is if they didn't right he's just like let's just go to candy bobs <laughs> i could go that'd for be more fun sweet. Yeah, get some. Let's get some rock candy and just chill out for a while. <laughs> By the time we each finish a rock candy sucker, they'll be sober. We don't have to worry about those guys. Yeah, it'll all be over. Everyone's <laughs> gonna forget about it. They're the ones holding your grudge anyway. <laughs> uh, we start to see the credits now. The the uh, actual people involved of making this movie. Uh, I have a little bit to say about some of the names that we see. Oh. <laughs> I didn't agree to this. <laughs> just a like little the bit. the podcast in general or just this part? <laughs> we we see it's written by Kevin Jar, who we who we bring up a lot. He uh was the director of this film to start out with. He wrote the screenplay and was fired in the middle of it. He unfortunately passed away in 2011 from heart failure. He's only 56, but he also wrote uh Glory uh Rambo First Blood Part 2 and I believe The Mummy. So, that's fun. Those are fun things. Those are pretty good. Um we see that's a uh, film by George P. Cosmatos, who's the director. Uh he only did one more movie after this. He did a movie called Shadow Conspiracy, which came out in 1997 and has Charlie Sheen in it. Do have either of you heard of that movie? No. no. Me neither. Okay. Uh, and unfortunately, he died of lung cancer in 2005. Uh, the last person I want to bring up is we see that it's uh, Andrew G. Vanya Presents. Uh, so he was the you know producer on this. Some other movies he produced. Uh, First Blood, Rambo 2, Rambo 3, Total Recall, Hell and yeah. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Total Recall, oh. one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. all the time in the world for it's, Total Recall. Yep. 
So he, you know, he brought us a lot of joy. Yes, he did. Uh, he's he's still alive. He's Hungarian, and since 2011, he's been working as government commissioner in charge of the Hungarian film industry. Cool. I should so pay more attention to, like, to Hungarian films. I guess. Yeah, he's been trying to do that since 2011. Is like build up the Hungarian, like you know, foreign film, and apparently has been really successful in that. So those are my fun little facts. Claire, I feel bad because originally we had might have been my fault, might have been a, a communication issue. You thought you were doing a different minute of this movie. That's true. Until about eight hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I didn't have to prep too much since this minute literally just has them walking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I had the goodbye minute uh, between With- Doc and, and Wyatt. Which was very heartfelt and emotional for me since I recently moved away from Madison and and Rob, you and I had a very similar scene. <laughs> yes. Um, so that was just, there was a lot of heartstrings, there was a lot of feelings. So it's probably best, like we're not openly weeping during this minute, which I feel better about. Have you, have you read my friend Claire yet? I was no, I haven't. I should start okay. on it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My friend Claire would just be a pamphlet uh where it would be 20 pages long and 19 pages would be about uh different video games Rob has bought since she moved away and <laughs> what he's had for lunch every day. <laughs> and then there'd be a postscript about how he won a year's supply of Rockies. Yeah, that I definitely knew about. I didn't even it, have to read the book. I think you bring up a good point, Joe, that if I did ever write a book about someone else, it would mostly be about me. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> there's no question. This book has nothing. I'm barely in this book. <laughs> My name's only on the cover and nowhere else. <laughs> Do you know how Wyatt died? Uh, have so you already I, talked about this? We talked about this. Is, is it the maybe your facts are than mine? But is it a UTI? It is a UTI. <laughs> yeah, just, that's just a bummer of a way to end that kind of life. I mean, uh, I guess I mean he's eighty, right? So that's true. You know, he's done a lot of, all the good things already. Yeah, he's eighty. I don't know how many antibiotics were around then. True. But, um, but from what I can understand is apparently Josephine was not a great uh, – She there was some concern that when Wyatt's health was failing, she wasn't really doing a whole lot to help out. Oh, really? When it comes to, like, taking care of him and, and kind of uh, – I don't want to, I don't want to like, go too far down the path of, like, oh, you know, doing a thing a wife should do in that situation, like, make him meals and stuff. But, she like, just that's yoko what, the whole thing. She, yeah. yeah that's Especially sort of... with, like, how supportive Wyatt was of his previous wife's health issues. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. He probably had that coming for him. That's, yeah, 100%. So the only other stuff that I was thinking about and I wanted to talk to you guys about. So I grew up in Wyoming, which is obviously not close to Tombstone. I mean, it's closer than Wisconsin Dells, but yeah. 
Um, Nothing in Wyoming is close to anything anything. in Wyoming. It's it's a miracle I got out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But there's a lot of like Western Wild West hero connections to Wyoming. And I found, I dug up this picture that was taken in 1883 at a hot springs. It was actually in Montana that has like all of the best ever Western heroes, which I had not seen before. Yeah. So Wyatt and Virgil Earp are both in it. Bat okay. Masterson is in it. Doc Holliday All is right. in it. What? Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid are in it. What? And what? Teddy Roosevelt is in it. What? In the same picture? In the same picture. They're like hanging out on the porch of this hot springs, like on vacation, like boys weekend or something. Yeah. Banana are boat they in weekend. Tank, are they wearing tank tops? <laughs> no, they're all wearing their like hats. Come on, and guys. Gear. Get on the tanks. Yeah. yeah they're like the, the old timey one piece swimsuits. Okay. <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Um, so I found that, and I was like, that is awesome, because Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid actually were arrested and held in Laramie, Wyoming, where I grew up, in the territorial prison. So I've actually been in the cell that Butch Cassidy was kept in Okay. Wow. when he was arrested and what there. Did, what, did you do, what did you do? Uh, I was on a middle school trip, and we all had to oh. go into the cell. Oh, I, th- I thought maybe you were arrested. <laughs> I was not, we don't still use the same jail. We have we have upgraded a tad since the 1800s. Okay. Um, but there was also urban legend, or I guess rural legend, uh, that the bus driver in my hometown was the great granddaughter of Calamity Jane. Wow. Yeah. So we have like a few little Wild West connections. It's strange cool. then. Uh, Considering you grew up in Wyoming, have like, and I know you watched Tombstone to uh, support Joe and I on this silly podcast, mm-hmm. but had you seen many Westerns previously? No. I've also never been on a horse. Yeah. So I'm, well, I'm like really you. not your, your, if you wanted a Wyoming person to speak to things in this, you picked the wrong one. Okay. So. Well, I mean, I guess we're going to have to let you go. Yep. Well, that was super fun. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't have as much experience uh, in the old west and uh, horseback riding as old Joe and I do. That's right. With all of absolutely I've been on a horse gun several times. <laughs> really? You've, you've yes. Fa- you've gotten on a horse or fallen off a horse? I've never. I've horse ridden on a horse many times. Oh, okay. I I grew when, up. I lived in Southern California, rural Southern California, for six, five or six years. I my neighbors had horses. Who oh, was the president when you last rode a horse? <laughs> uh, that's probably Bill Clinton. Okay. So it's been a while. Yeah. Oh, too many yeah, presidents sure. ago. <laughs> Those memories aren't yours anymore after there's two presidents. <laughs> <and so. laughs> uh, yeah. When people ask me, uh, what was your childhood like? I'm like, I have no idea too many presidents <laughs> i just forgot it all uh i i have not i don't think i've been on a horse i think we've sort of gone down this that's, uh, i think we know how you, you feel about horses. you don't need yeah. to own your you yeah. don't need to shame yourself on this podcast anymore no <laughs> uh, um i uh there's an earlier minute that came out uh a couple weeks ago where uh, people who know about trees sent me messages about how they couldn't believe how little we knew about trees. It was embarrassing. (laughs) 
I actually have a few why, notes why about that. Why do I need that. to know about them? What difference does it make? <laughs> I mean, don't come don't on. do my move on me. I'm the guy that <laughs> sighs. No, I'm the one that sighs. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a sigh off, Joe. Um, I do have some notes about how wrong Rob has been about things. Yes. Oh, oh gosh. Let me pour myself a drink. Yeah. So the chopsticks thing, inexcusable. <laughs> it's. I don't want to like dredge that back up, but come on, yeah. just learn. Just learn. Hmm. Okay. Continue. What else? What else do you have? Um. At one point, you pronounced exploiting exploitating. <laughs> I so that have, wasn't great. That I probably I spend most of this podcast punching myself in the face. So yeah, I, must I just have like a that. one note document of like that's just called things <laughs> Rob was most wrong about. <laughs> um, the Dragoon Saloon Dragon Salon. I mean, that was that is on par with the chopsticks as the lowest point that went on forever. That was a long. <laughs> conversation before you realize that you were wrong (laughs) (laughs) but it was great i've learned a lot i've learned a lot on this show (laughs) and i hope our listeners have too (laughs) i think i have a new cowboy name for you rob which is what i do every time i hear you say anything okay i think you need to be eye roll rob oh (laughs) that actually works really well yeah I roll Rob. Old I roll Rob. I roll Rob. Um, the only credit I will give you, things that you oh, were right okay. about, that I will 100% stand behind you on, though it does neither of us any favors, is ordering drinks of bars. Oh, okay. Come I on, will guys. forever stand next to you silently, <laughs> refusing to make <laughs> eye contact with the bartender until they guess what I might possibly be ordering because I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> So if, I'm with you on happened, that. This yeah, has we, happened in real life where you and I have stood yep. at a bar and no one comes. Yep. We oh just stand God. there talking to each other, sort of <laughs> slowly leaning more onto the bar, but like not willing to actually engage in any sort of interaction with the bartender until we're both yeah. sort of like just hovering there and someone else has to come by and be like, I think these people want beers. So basically a bar needs to... Like install a touch screen that you guys could order. From. Oh my god, that yes. would be amazing! Perfect. Perfect. I would go to that bar every week. What if they had like in some uh, restaurants, you know, like some Thai restaurants or thing restaurants of that nature, where there's numbers that correspond with the items on the menu? Do I still yep. have to talk to anybody? If, well, like if it was if they only had five beers on tap, so then you it would just be one, two, three, or five. So you could hold up fingers. Would you be? Would you have enough? you know, social wherewithal to like <laughs> look at the bartender and hold up a three. I, I'd prefer to write down the three and slide it across <laughs> the bar to them. Is that an option? Bring this back to the movie a little bit. One yeah. oh, okay. little game Good. I thought we could play. I thought we could do uh, a little bit of who wore it best with our, our four mm. male protagonists walking towards the screen here. Okay. Uh, then we're actually can say we talked about this minute. Great. Okay. Okay, so, so we does anyone have any like? Well, are I'll we going like overall, like best in show, or category by category? Should we? How about we just go left to right, critiquing the outfits, kind of like Perfect. a okay. uh, project? Is that what they would do on Project Runway? I have no idea. 
Sure. Seems like it. <laughs> seems so this fine. is uh, Project Runway Tombstone Edition. <laughs> and the theme of this episode is uh, Western Lawman, although Doc isn't really a lawman. Yeah. Uh, Old West Gunslinger. How about that? Perfect. Okay. All right. So we're going to start. Uh, let's start with. We'll start on the right, actually, with Morgan, Good since call. he's sort of like the least notable, I suppose, of these characters. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anybody have some... My, my, the YI is immediately drawn to the hat. Yeah. It's a really, like, flat brim. Yeah. It'll... And it's a wide brim, too. Mm-hmm. And the color, I think, is a little bit odd. The gray is a little bit too light for me. Yeah. It almost looks measure. tan. Yeah, maybe it is. I would say that Morgan in here looks like if there was a video game where you could create your own cowboy look, the one the the default that would load up would be what we see here with Morgan. Like it's it's very mm. good, but nothing about it necessarily shines. Yeah, prominent belt buckle. Mm-hmm. Got a big white solid mustache. Hat. Yep. Yep. Just he kind of looks like overall... he's wearing bell bottoms, but I think that's just the angle. Yeah, the, yeah they're cut a little bit quality. higher than the other guys. He. Uh, mm-hmm. What I like about it is uh, it's the more traditional collar. I oh, yeah. That look, although, actually, no, it, I think it, now I'm looking at a close-up. It's the same kind of collar, it's just because we're farther away. It, it, the uh, the collar po- po- tips point go down a little bit farther than the other guys. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, should, we go to, should we go to Wyatt next, Joe? So, well, let's, give, let's rate them on a 10-point scale. Okay. So ten, uh, 10 being the perfect cowboy, one being like a robot in a theme park ride at a church festival. I will give him a seven. So Morgan, all right, I'm going to write this down. Yeah, get out all your right, chalkboard. Seven for Morgan. <laughs> all right, Claire? Uh, I'm going to give him an eight. All right. I am... I'm also going to give him a seven. I just don't think that there's enough color in this outfit. He needs a little. <laughs> well, you're going to be super disappointed as we yeah, move. Yeah, actually, the all left. these guys like <laughs> kind of suck. At least I guess his hat is the most distinctive part mm-hmm. of it. I, what I actually, I'm going to bump it up to an eight because I'm noticing his belt buckle. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's solid. That adds a little bit. That adds enough little flair to it. Okay, let's go on over to to Wyatt. Wyatt. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Wyatt a low score here because he looks like a preacher. Yep, agreed. His coat's oh. too long. Um, too long. It looks like he's wearing a like a bathrobe. I'm giving him a. I'm giving <laughs> How can him you a, say that? A, Look at Doc. Yeah, he also. I have oh, we're the same not there yet. For Doc. Slow your roll. <sighs> we're. Just... I'm gonna give him a four and a half here for uh, for Wyatt Earp's outfit. I think you should have maybe thought through what he was wearing before he went off for this gunfight. I think She's he has two redeeming things, though. His mustache is fantastic, which I know like, is a zoomed-out shot, but it is really great. Mm-hmm. And his hat is really good. Yeah, he has the best hat. It's a really opinion. good hat silhouette. So I'm going to give him a five and a half. Okay. Five and a half. Wow. Joe? I'm, I'm going... I'm also going to give him an eight. I, I, mm. I like what? his coat. I like his coat. I think it's <sighs> slimming. Uh, I it think looks it, like a slanket. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? A snuggie. Uh, 
oh, Snuggie. I know it's yeah. I know it's just snuggie. you know a blanket with armholes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm right. All right. Let's move <laughs> over to Virgil. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to start I'm with a, Virgil. Yeah. The cane okay. is fantastic. Yep. Props. He's, he's accessorizing. A plus for props. Do you? He looks like he's wearing a similar coat as Morgan, at least about the same length. Yep, and same belt buckle. Yeah, him and Morgan a little bit too similar. Uh, he has the, the advantage of being a little bit taller than Morgan. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that just naturally kind of fair or unfair makes him him look better. But it looks like he's wearing at least from this long shot I'm going with, and sometimes people are going to see you from that far away. It looks like he's wearing a turtleneck. Because the, the necktie goes so low compared to the rest of his collar, I don't like I don't dig that. I'm gonna give him if it wasn't for that sweet walking stick or cane or whatever you're gonna call it, it'd be much lower. But I'm gonna give him a seven. Uh I'm gonna give him a nine. Because wow. he accessorized. <laughs> I think this is the best one. I like his hat. <laughs> There's a little bit of a bend to it. I like his. I like the belt buckle. He's got a cane. Who doesn't want a cane? This is the older brother that they all learned their fashion sense from and have yet to top. Virgil gets a nine. All right, I'm gonna come in right in between. I think Virgil's. So the 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 challenge here is the still shot makes it a little bit hard because I think Virgil has the most like natural walk out of all of them, and when this is in motion. He is 100% the most believable, like, old-school cowboy of all of them. Um, That has a lot to do with his outfit. It has a lot to do with his mustache. Um, But I agree that it just kind of looks... I don't know. I don't love it. So I'm going to give him a a six-and-a-half. Six-and-a-half. Okay. Then that leaves us with Doc. Claire, why don't you start? Claire... So yeah. I'm torn about Doc because <clears throat> without context, he looks just like a sweaty hobo. <laughs> um, but I really appreciate when movies pay attention to the details. And this is absolutely the same exact sweat stain that was in every other take from that. And I really appreciate that. Like they spent, they decided to do it all in one take and use all the same shots from the single take. So that might be more about the movie than it is about his fashion, but I think the sweat stain's a big part of his fashion in this particular shot. So I am going to give him a seven. Okay. <sighs> I am not going to be so generous. <laughs> I agree with the sweaty hobo. He looks like he looks like one of the men from Ch- Charles Manson's family. He just looks. looks like he has not showered in months he's dirty he looks like he's wearing a kimono from a woman who weighs about 180 pounds more than he does (laughs) um the only thing that saves it for him is i like that we can see the gun Mm -hmm. uh tucked in his waist Uh, that's the only thing that saves it in in his mustache i'm going to give him a four low score out of ten yeah joe Okay, so I'm going to go for functionality here. And uh, first of all, I dig the suspenders. You can't really see it too well from this shot, but I think uh, the suspenders is a nice touch since the other three guys are wearing belts. 
it differentiates it a little bit. I like his hat a lot. I think it's the second best hat. And I like while that coat makes him look like a like a judge from like the Salem witch trial or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, I like the way that he wears it. But he doesn't put his arms through the sleeves. He just has it draped over him kind of like a cape. And I think that's primarily meant to conceal the shotgun that's he's holding in his right hand. And I've always thought it's a sweet move in a fight when you like kind of like shrug off a coat to give you better range of motion. And this outfit allows him to do that. And so I think that owns. I'm going to give him uh, a seven and a half. Oh, wow. So, so if I've done the math in my head correctly, would uh, would Morgan Earp be the winner on this? Uh, he is, yes. <laughs> it's the only thing he ever See, won. That's why, they, that's why he's the default cowboy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the he just barely edges out Virgil by just a couple tenths of a, a couple tenths. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that uh, they are all pretty close there. Um, so if uh, the listeners want to get involved... You know, hit us up on social media and tell us why we're dumb. And if we have any fashion experts out there, yeah, yeah. Who wore, tell us who wore it best. Maybe we can make it into a poll on Twitter. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know if they have I that think functionality. You guys can figure that out, but. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, is there anything else you have <laughs> to say about the movie Tombstone? No, I don't think so. I am. Oddly, really glad that I watched it a bazillion times for you guys. Good. I'm glad enjoyed you enjoyed it. it. The mm-hmm. producers of the film, thank you for that, too. Get yeah. those royalty checks going. Yeah, for sure. They made a, a bunch of money off of me, definitely. And I want to thank you for joining us on a minute where nothing happens and us somehow talking about it for over a half hour. We're We're <laughs> pros. That's right. Content. So you don't get to where we are in life without being able to vamp for 30 minutes about (laughs) a single minute of people walking. (laughs) That's right. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Well. And uh, go ahead. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting for your sign off. Okay. Uh, Thanks a lot. And we'll be back tomorrow with minute 124. Well, bye. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.